my name is Tracy Cook and this is a podcast series Victim to Victory. This series gives a voice to those that have overcome adversities in all forms that dare greatly to share their real stories. Amazing humans that have seen hope and risen above those adversities to become victorious. And they go on to support and inspire others to do the same. And today we are giving a voice to Emma Medina. She is absolutely amazing. She is a superstar. She is in New York City. I'm in Perth, Western Australia. It's fantastic. We can connect globally because Emma is being the change that we need to see in the world. She is inspiring. She is motivating. She's overcome ment mental, physical and, and sexual abuse. Uh, and she's practiced a lot of self-thought, personal growth in the last 26 years. So I'm really looking forward to sharing her story with you. And um, she's read a lot of books and uh, she, she really wants to take imperfect action. And um, I really like the messages that you're sharing. So welcome, Emma, to the Victim to Victory podcast series. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for letting me uh, talk in your podcast. Not a problem at all. Now, we really want to get to know who Emma is and what your story is and how you've overcome. Where does Emma's story all start? Uh, when I was uh, four years old, my father died. My mother came to this country because she wanted to give us a better life. She had five kids and I was left. So in, nobody wanted uh, to have the five kids together. So what she did was that she distributed uh, her five kids to different people within her family and outside of her family. The person that I was left with was a people that I think they were bitter inside. They uh, treated me very badly and they abused me. And I didn't understand why that happened to me. Uh, as I, um, I came here to this country later on and I was uh, still abused. And when I was a teenager, I struggled with a lot of um, love issues. I didn't love myself. I thought that I, that I uh, deserved that treatment, that I wasn't good enough, that I did something in life that uh, I deserve it. So then uh, I started in a very early age to start drinking. And when I was uh, 10 years old, I remember when I came here to this country, I was completely drunk. I didn't remember taking the airplane or anything. So people around me. From, Emma, what country did you brought up in? Oh, uh, Colombia. Colombia. Oh, yes. So people around me saw that as a, as a cute thing that I was doing. Uh, they didn't see it as a, uh, sh a shout for help. So, um, so when I was in, uh, in high school, I decided that I didn't want to uh, throw my life to the throw my life down the drain. So then I, um, I fell in love with a young guy and that was the first thing because I say, oh my God, somebody can love me because somebody can uh, really like me. And he truly uh, loved me. So then I didn't want to lose his love. So then I just wanted to be a better person. So then I decided 
that uh, a little by little, I decided that um, I didn't need to drink and I stopped drinking. And we cut off with all those friends that lead us to do that. So the thing is that when you are, when you want to make a change in your life, sometimes you need to let people go. Uh, you cannot hold on. So, but then I struggle with why these things happen to me. And always I was asking this question, why did it happen to me? Why did it happen to me? And I didn't get a, a good response. I was still thinking I wasn't good enough. You're not smart enough. Uh, my mother didn't love me. Or so I felt because of the way she treated me. But then little by little, I uh, learned that um, one thing that I had clear, okay, was that I didn't want to uh, be like, just throw her out of my life. I don't, I didn't want to have this remorse or this uh, feeling that I wasn't close to her. So then I uh, went to her, I, we didn't have a very close relationship, but then I started like asking questions and trying to learn more from her. And then I learned that she was abused too. And she, so that she didn't know mm. what to, uh, how to handle that. So it didn't, it wasn't that she didn't love me, but she wanted to, she wanted me to be strong. So uh, that's why she was very tough. That's the reason why she was like that. So I decided, so then I, this, I didn't want to have kids. My, hus my husband uh, wanted to have kids. Because, so then I had the kids. And when I had the, my first kid, I had so much love inside me. S this feeling that I didn't know that I had inside. I, I was afraid that uh, I was going to be an abuser too. But I wasn't. I, because when I had this little creature in my hands, and I saw that he looked at my eyes. Uh, uh, when you hold a baby, anybody who has been holding a baby, you notice that they really look towards your eyes. They don't, they don't even blink. And, he, and if they could hold your uh, finger, they hold your finger very tight. So when I saw this little creature holding me, uh, my finger, and he was like, he was telling me, you are my protector you are the one who is going to take care of me so then I I became a new person I became I um I became a new person and I love him and that's something that opened something in me so much that I had so much love in me that I wanted to have a second kid because I was ready. So the, my second, my my daughter, that was, the, uh, I wanted to have her. But I learned with my son that, uh, that I have all these great things inside. So I, um, as I had my kids, I, um, <clears throat> my mother-in-law, give me a book that is called Your Erroneous Zones. And this book opened the, the doors to uh, new possibilities, to change. And, I, and the thing is that uh, the problem that I see is that people read books, but they don't apply them. So mm -hmm. it is not the amount of books that you read per year, because people could say, I'm going to read 
two books per month, but then they don't take them. No, take one book and really read it, really apply it. See how can, what can you do from this person that is telling you this advice? And that's how I take books. I take books, when I talk about the books, I say like, oh, I spoke with Dwyer, Dwayne Dwyer. I never spoke with him, but he, when he, when I read his books, it was like he was talking to me. And Dwayne Dwyer was, uh, was a uh, <clears throat> psychologist. He wrote a lot of books and he wrote the Erroneous Zones and uh, many other books. And one of the things that I identify with him was that he had these, uh, bitterness with his father because his father abandoned him and he wanted like a revenge and I was like that and then until he said he noticed that this revenge was going to hurt him and that's what I noticed that if you don't let go of these feelings of uh, this, this hurt that you have and that I think is the hardest thing the hardest part is to forgive. That is very hard. And when I say forgive, it's not, that doesn't mean that you're going to invite the person to, to your home, that you're going to uh, bring the person into your life. You're forgiving that person for yourself. And that is, that is very important. If you don't forgive, you're going to be always angry and you don't know why. You're always going to be bitter and you don't know why. You cannot enjoy the little things. And that's something that I started doing, enjoying the little things. Enjoying, like, for example, my uh, when I wake up, just because I'm alive, I'm very happy. I don't mm -hmm. say I want to have a million dollars and that will make me very happy. I want to have a brand new car and that makes me very happy. And when I was young, I was like that. I didn't know. And people make fun of me and they would say, oh, why are you so happy? And I said, I'm not for no reason. And they would say, oh, that's stupid. So then I thought that that was the way. And everything that you believe is because these beliefs, these thoughts, they were taught, they were taught to you. Those are not your beliefs. And you should start thinking, why do I have this belief? Who taught me this belief? Like, and, uh, and, and with these beliefs, for example, uh, whether you can, whether you are going to be able to do something or not, um, is a belief. I'm a teacher and I have been a teacher for uh, 20 years and when and I teach high school and I see that when I'm teaching and I tell the kids, you are a very smart kid. They say, no, I'm not. And they start arguing with me. They're saying, no, I'm not. And I say, and then I say, you are, we are, we are very smart. We, Albert Einstein said, we are all geniuses and we are. The thing is that we don't believe it. And we don't believe it because of the things that happen, the things that we leave because of the experience. So we are very smart. We are, you are able to learn anything. Maybe not reading it because some people can, are not able to learn to read, uh, but they, but, uh, and, I'm, and most of my learning that I have done through um, personal power and personal growth has been through tapes. Like, remember, mm. I don't know if you remember tapes. We are the old ge generation tapes. Oh, I very much uh, remember old tapes. Yes. 
that's that's the first tapes that I had. So then I heard them and over and over. And now we have we ha we right now we have YouTube. You, we could find so much information. But the thing is that we tend to forget, and and it's important that we uh, like um, write few things about us. And that's something that I want everybody to do because that will help you so much. Is to write all your accomplishments from the time, from the earliest time that you remember. For example, if they told you that you couldn't read and then you were able to read, write it, that's an accomplishment. If they told you that uh, you couldn't graduate from high school, write it. Because a lot of people, and these people that said these uh, things is because that's what they have inside. I remember from Dwayne Dwyer that he said, if you take an orange and you squeeze it, you're not going to get lemon. And so, so that means that whenever somebody's angry, whenever you come and ask a question or you want to have a conversation and the person bursts with anger, it's because that person has pain inside. Okay. And I don't mean because a lot of people want to be the saviors. You cannot say you can, you, the only person that you could save is yourself. If you mm -hmm. have a kid, the only thing that you could do is give them unconditional love, unconditional, because we are all raised with conditional love. If you do this, I love you. If you do that, I love you. And we learn that that's fine. No, it's not. Give unconditional love. Don't, exp don't wait until somebody give it to you. You give it to yours. You give it to yourself first and forgive yourself first for holding on to these things that hurt you. And then love, then you could love. And that's what I, I um, I'm very grateful for my mother because that was the biggest lesson that I learned from her. She couldn't love me because she didn't love herself. Mm. And how so many then, of us are walking around and not putting our own oxygen mask on first and practicing self-love because, you know, in order to love, we have to love ourselves first, don't we? Exactly. And, 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 and the thing is that I see uh, that for, since I'm a teacher, I have been able to see that the kids, the way, um, like the parent might not be, might not might teach the kid something specific. You don't need to sit the person and say, okay, you are going to do this. No, the kids follow how the parents behave. And a lot of times, and I see that with the kids, I connect very well with teenagers. And the reason is because when I, con because when I talk to them, I tell them, okay, when was the last time somebody said ni something nice about you? When was the last time that uh, somebody sat with you, hugged you, or or gave you a kiss? No, that doesn't happen to you because your parents are so busy. They're busy going to work. They're busy taking care of the house. So usually the conversation that you're having with your parents is you didn't pick up the dishes. You didn't do the laundry. You didn't throw the garbage. You didn't get a good grade. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't. And when I say that, these teenagers, they start talking to, to themselves and they start saying, yeah, my parents, they do this. And they start saying, and they call me stupid. And right now I have a, a neighbor that uh, the, the neighbor just moved a few months ago. And when I start hearing the way this woman talks to the kids, it is 
horrible. This person has pain in herself. She calls, she was talking to her five-year-old kid and she said, bad head, come over here. And, I, and she doesn't know the damage she's doing. Whenever you talk down to somebody, uh, that person start thinking, I'm not lovable. Maybe I deserve this. And so then if you have a kid, don't talk to the kid like that. Even if uh, uh, one thing that I want you to do. So one thing that I, I want you to do two things. One is write a list of all your accomplishments. And I said that already. Every little thing. Because, for example, when you're learning something new, it takes time. Like, for example, when you start first learning how to tie your shoes, you start learning to tie your shoes and it took maybe five minutes. Now you do it in seconds, maybe three or five seconds at most. You didn't, you didn't start with tying your shoes in five seconds. It took time. And that's the same thing that... Um, that is the same thing that it will take for you to do anything new. If you are doing a new business, yes, you're going to be afraid and it will take time, but you have to be committed to do, to learn, to do, to learn and to apply because that's the problem that I see that people are grown-ups we have all these things inside us. We hold on to those. And we don't hold on to those things because we're dumb or we're stupid. We hold on to those things because we want to protect ourselves. We think that if we grow a wall in front of us, we are going to be protected. No, you're not going to be protected. Those things happen to you because nobody uh, because the people who, who should be protecting you, they didn't. But now you're an, a grown-up. Mm. You grow up and you need to grow out of those uh, fears. You need to grow out of that limited beliefs. And yes, you can. And if you just do one little thing, start today, do the list. And the second thing that I want you to do is... Um, write like a sentence, uh, like let's say uh, imperfect action. I'm going to take imperfect action. What does imperfect action means? Most people, they when they want to do their business or they want to change their the careers to from one place to another, they are afraid and they are afraid to take the first step. And they say, "What? Um, what if I don't have the skills?" What if, uh, if, if people are going to find that, and sometimes people believe that they're fake, okay? <laughs> uh, that they don't deserve that, that, um, that they are not good enough. That, and on one, another thing that people do is that they compare themselves with someone else. Oh, and you might we we just compare when we shouldn't compare someone's first chapter to the to you know uh, where we are in our book oh you're so right there emma yeah so people compare themselves with other people like i'm a i'm a i'm a petite person okay i'm a little person and i remember that i used to say to look at these girls and say oh i wish i was taller like her and and nothing was wrong with me I'm just petite. I'm just a little person. That's it. 
Uh, but and I'm not less than them because I'm a smaller person. And I used to believe that people who were taller than me was happier, that people who, um, uh, like I have a very high pitched voice and people used to make fun of me. So then I, I thought that, oh, people who had a lower voice were happier and that none of those things are true. People are happy or not happy because of whatever they believe needs that they need to have in order for them to be happy. And a lot of times we start blaming. If you were raised in a family that uh, abused you and they treated you bad, you start then finding, let, let's say you find your husband and practically you married your mother or you marry your father. And when these little things start appearing in your partner, then you start blaming them. Oh, I didn't, I, I cannot uh, grow because of him. And that is not true. That is not true. The main thing is see this person as a person that makes you aware of your points or your weakness and then start changing and try to love the person uh, uh, unconditionally. And I don't mean that you are going to take crap from anybody. That is not true because as I was growing up, I remember people uh, were mean and I thought maybe that's the way that I should be. Maybe I should me be mean with uh, people. And, and, and I saw then as a teacher, I see that there is a group of um, some kids, whenever you tell them something, like for example, let's say somebody comments about the, the, the hair, they want to beat the other person up. And I say, but why are you, why do you want to hit that person? No, because he insulted me, he insult but what did he say? And, 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 and it's for little things, for little mm -hmm. tiny things. And then I see others, other uh, people that when they get, um, when they say an insult to them, they ignore them. And, 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 you, and, I, and I go and I say, why you don't react? And he said, no, because whatever he's saying is not important to me. I don't need to, I don't need to get angry with that person. So that means that if you get angry, if you react uh, and you lose your head, practically the other person controls you. And if you want to have control of yourself, then you need to take a deep breath and, and, and just calm down. And you're bigger than that. And that's something that you should repeat. I'm bigger than that. Uh, than the, and I'm not saying that you're better than this person. You are bigger inside. Mm -hmm. And there was a, a saying that I really love that uh, let's say that whatever your belief is, the creator was going to put a gift in a in somewhere in this galaxy this universe or this world and they wanted to put this gift somewhere and they didn't want they didn't know exactly where to put it so uh, the creator said hmm let me see let, if i put it under the ocean humans are so smart that they are going to get to the gift so let's put it outside in the in outside the world in the universe Humans are so smart that they're going to get there. So then there's, then he said, I'm going to put that gift inside them. And they're not, they will not look inside. And that's what we do. We do not look inside. 
we have a gift. We are so smart. And many people have said it, like Albert Einstein, he wasn't accepted. He thought he was dumb. He failed math class. And now everybody only remembers that he was very smart, that he invented this, he invented that. And he, there was a time that he thought that he wasn't good enough, that he, and, and this is Albert Einstein. And there is many people like that. So, and that's why I, I love to be here and to share my story because a lot of times we suffer alone. A lot of times we think that we are the only ones. We think that uh, we are alone and no, we are not alone. And this program shows that there are other people, shows that, um, that there is hope and there is, that's something that you don't lose. You mm. never lose hope, never. It could take whenever you want to improve yourself and you could be a better version of yourself. And every day when I wake up, my goal is to be a better version than what I was yesterday. And if I'm a better version, if I didn't get angry, if I didn't fight when I thought that I had to say something, if I didn't do that, I'm a better version. And that doesn't mean that people that, oh, you're now you're becoming, uh, that people are going to step all over you. I don't know, like now, we think that we need to react. Oh, he said that, let me say three things more. That means if you, if you have the need to say the three things more, if you have the need to go after that person and argue, if you have the need, that means that that person controls you. You don't have control over yourself. I think that's you just invaluable advice. I really do, especially this day and age on the tail end of 2020 as well, going into for a lot of people, the unknown, those words of inspiration about growing up and growing out as well and the reflection of the other person, that's so valuable and just such a powerful message to share. So thank you very much for sharing that. Thank you. So, so it is very one, there are simple little things that we could do. I already said, make the list and everybody's making the list of the, of your accomplishments, your first job, your first job was easy. No, I bet you that you were nervous. You didn't sleep. You didn't know how to talk. You didn't know, probably you forgot how to walk, even that. Okay, you had to think how to put your first step in the front in front of you when you went to your first job. So you need to make this list because think back of everything. The first time you took a computer, the first time I remember the first time I took a computer, I didn't know how to work the computer and it took me like three hours to turn it off. I didn't know where was the button. I didn't know that you didn't need to press a button because that's how I was used to turn the computer off. I didn't know that you had to go in the window and find the, the letter um, shut off or whatever word is used. And then it was going to, no, I wanted to press a button. And mm -hmm. so then uh, everything that we learned took time. So make that list is very, very important. And whenever you feel down, whenever you feel that uh, you cannot do something, read that list. And you're going to call that list the badass list. Okay, the strength list. 
So you need to make that list and you're going to do it for yourself because you are committed to be better because you are committed to grow. And we all, life happened to us, okay? Life, not everything, you're not, you don't control your, your anybody. You don't control your, your friends. You don't control your family. The only person that you control is yourself. That's it. Make the list and then read this list and see how great you are and say it. Go to one of the things that I started that, that I did and I really learned so much was uh, going to the mirror when you just wake up and you look yourself in the mirror and you say, I, I love you. I couldn't do it. When I did that, I cry. And then the next morning, I did the same thing. And I couldn't, I thought that I, 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 I was ugly enough, that I was, that I was unlovable. And when I start doing these little things, then I, I now, I, when I look at myself in the mirror, I play, I say, hi, how are you? Uh, you I look nice. That. I love okay. that. I absolutely love that. And we we do, we so have to love ourselves and we so have to be able to look ourselves in the mirror and stand naked in front of the mirror if we have to and just really love ourselves. Warts yeah. and all imperfections, ev- absolutely everything. We, we so need to practice that. Yes, we have to because if you don't love yourself and remember what I said, if you don't love yourself, you cannot love anybody. If you have a little kid and you don't, if you don't love yourself, you are doing something. You're, you're not giving all your love to this little kid. You're not giving the love to your partner. And I said, like, I, um, it is very important to, to say that, that we love and accept compliments. When somebody says, hey, that is a beautiful um blouse don't say oh this is uh this is old oh this is i had it for 20 years disregard no if somebody and that's something that happened to me when somebody came and said to my mother oh you have a beautiful girl she always said oh but she was too she's too small that's why i thought i i wasn't good enough because she never accepted the compliment. And they didn't compliment her. They were complimenting me. And she didn't let me take the compliment. She would always say, no, no, she's too small. Oh, no, she's here. So then I, uh, so then how do you feel? How do you feel when somebody compliments you? When somebody says you did it, your hair is good. A lot of times you start thinking, oh, yeah, really. Right, that is, uh, you, you are just saying that. And you know what you should do? Compliment somebody. Go today, whenever you go to the store, whenever, make somebody's day a happy day. Just say, and, and if you truly believe it, like for example, if you go to the supermarket, the store, say if somebody's walking a dog and you like the dog, say, that's a very beautiful dog. That's a very beautiful glasses. That is something, something, say something. Because many times we don't compliment. Like I was telling earlier that parents constantly say only, <clears throat> you, they only say the bad things. But what about the good things? Exactly. They don't have time. They don't have time the, in the morning. Oh, you have to go to school early. You need to do your hair. Look at why are you wearing that? And always is negative, negative. And, and 
are you doing that because you don't love your kid or no you don't we do it because we think that's the best mm. and the people who are abused they do it because they were abused yeah okay. and i mean just by accepting a compliment as well it's like oh that's a nice blouse you know we, we're so quick you're so right we're so quick to just negate that and just flick it off and oh yeah i've had that for ages or oh it's not really my color or you know we we try to look for that um negative and hold on to that negative instead of just simply turning around and going thank you exactly you know, it's such well, a hard thing to do isn't it it's just exactly. a hard thing to do. Right. Exactly. Like we ladies that uh, some ladies like lipsticks. So why not buy a different color, put it on. And when somebody says something nice or go and do your hair differently and accept that compliment. No more. Oh, I just did it. I cut. Let's say you cut your hair yourself. Oh, I cut it myself. No more. Thank you. Mm. Thank you for that compliment. That made my day. How about if we answer that way? Thank you for that compliment. That made my day. Mm. That yeah. blouse is beautiful. Yeah, why? We don't accept those things. So and and um so and another thing that I want everybody to do, and we do. Do you know that when we breathe, uh, our lungs goes from um like they are inside the ribs. We only breathe only shallow. We only use part of the lungs, only that part. How about if before you stand up, you, breathe, you, you wake up and you just take two or three breaths. That's it. Breathe deeply and then let it go through your mouth like if you are blowing out through a straw. Mm -hmm. and do the same thing three times before you get out of the bed when you go to the bathroom you're brushing your teeth and before you step out of that door one breath only one if you do those these things you're going to start calming yourself down and when somebody is uh, criticizing you and whatever you just breathe and you just say i you don't say it verbally out loud I send you love and I hope that you find love because that's what you need. Because, and don't, don't jump into, I said, if you jump to argue, if you want to defend something, if you want to um, uh, say something, stand for something, you are, you are what you're doing, the other person controls you. Mm. and that's it the other person controls you no do yeah, this that's totally thing. a reflection on them not on you so we exactly. don't have to yeah we don't have to um adhere to somebody else's misconceptions about us because if we're comfortable with we who we are and we're self-loving and um we're not attached to somebody else's uh, negative comments um that person is um just not going to pursue it and try to negate you and try to be negative around you and they will eventually hopefully give up or change their mind or think why am I like this and doing this if I'm getting no reaction because a lot of them do it for a reaction as well don't they when exactly. people criticize people mm. yes like so so let me go back to my story so then I uh, I became a teacher right uh, the first thing that I did was uh, I went to work in, in, a, in, 
in a um, medical facility uh, where they collected blood. And I worked there for a few years. And then I always heard that they needed teachers, but I thought that I wasn't good enough. So then I, and I said, oh, I wanted to, I want to be a teacher. And I had my kid, I tutored my, uh, my, his friends and the parents suddenly they start sending me flowers and sending me fruits. And I was say, but no, I did it. I did it for, for not for, because I wanted. So then I, I started thinking maybe I'm a good tutor. Maybe I should become a teacher. But then I start thinking, no, I'm not good enough. So I decided one day to um, I I I went I started to to train to do the marathon, and I went into a coaching with a person that he was really excellent, and he has uh, a lot of books. He's a nutritionist. I don't know if I, I think he's well known, uh, Gary Noll. And I was really like I was what I have the I could go and and see him. So then I start going to, 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 to his trainings. And I said, when at the end of his training, uh, he told us what is that we want to do. And I said, I, in my head, I said, I'm going to, I want to become a teacher. So the, the marathon train, the marathon here in, the, in New York is the first Sunday after November. So then I said, okay, so after the marathon, um, what I'm going to do is the, that Monday, I'm going to go to the New York Board of Ed and see if I qualify. I went and I, I didn't tell anybody. I, I just went to work like any other day. And when I filled the papers out, I said, they said, you could be a math teacher, you could be a science teacher. And I was really, I couldn't believe that. So then I got a, a job to start within two weeks and I became a teacher. So then again, as I go back, whenever you start doing something new, oh my God, it, I, it was really hard because it's new. So, uh, so <clears throat> I started uh, be doing all the lessons and all these things. And then 12 years went by and I was, a good teacher, but then they were going to close the, the, the school because here in, uh, in New York, they, this school was big. Um, I think it hold, I, I, I don't remember how many students, maybe 2000 students in the facility. So they wanted to chop off all these uh, uh, schools and make them like 500 only. So then they when at the end of the year, they said, okay, you don't have a job, you need to uh, go and apply for another job. So I'm a person who I like to have control over things. And I, I don't mean over control. I, if they say you don't have a job, then let me look for another job. Yeah. That's what, so then I started looking for another job and I found a job in a different city. And I uh, started working there. And I always thought, okay, all these things that I learned from uh, this strength, how do I know that I was strong? Always I had this thing in my head, running around in my head. How do you know that you are strong enough? How do you know that you really overcame all that nonsense that happened to you? How do you know? So I landed into this job and the principal didn't like me at all. Okay. And one of the reasons why this happened was because um, 
the, here in the United States, they have these uh, classes uh, for kids that they don't learn fast enough. So they have to provide a service. So when I was working in this uh, job, they weren't providing the service. So then I start asking her why you're not providing this? Because it's like, for example, let's say that somebody breaks a leg, you need to provide a service so the person starts learning how to use the leg, but they weren't providing the service for the kids. So when I say something, she went after me and she started saying that everything that I was doing was bad. And she started writing things like, oh, you're le you didn't, you, this lesson was not good. This thing was bad. This thing was here. And everything, putting everything uh, bad, writing bad things, writing bad things. And she was bringing people in. Like, for example, she would say, uh, I was in her class with uh, the guidance counselor. And it was a lie. And I cannot prove it. Because how am I going to prove it? So it's her word over mine. So then I was like, oh, I, I work my life. I went through college to, to become a teacher. And I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? I don't have other skill. The only skill that I have is to teach science in a classroom. And that's what I said. I didn't believe that I have other skills. So then, um, so then I, I noticed that I wasn't, uh, that I didn't, want to revenge her because she was doing this to other people too and the other people were like very angry and they, and they were saying aha i'm going to uh i hope that a car hit her things like that and I, I i didn't like that why i'm going to desire something bad happened to that woman so then i i wasn't so then i would every morning when i was walking towards the job, when I was taking the train, when I was in the car to go to the job, I would look at the sun and I would say, the sun, that sun is bright for both of us, for her, for me, and for everybody. And I never had any bitterness, never had. And I said, that woman had, she is better bittered inside her because nobody People would say, "Why well, I don't understand why she's like that with you," and I just didn't. Never got, uh, never hope that something bad happened to her. Nothing. I just said she's very bitter, and I'm going to continue with uh, with my life. And then eventually, I move out, and and then I found that I have other skills. I have, and we are very gifted. So one thing is whenever you are doing something new, like if I ask you a question, I want you to give a time. How long will you give a baby? Uh, how long in how long he should be walking? 12 months. And probably you're going to say, what? How long? No, he's he is going to learn to walk. So how long will you give a kid to learn to talk? One so year. why are you so hard with you? Has, why are you hard with you? You are so hard with you. No, you need to stop that. You need to give yourself. That's why I said, uh, do this accomplishment list and you should put there, like for example, if you learn something new today and that's the main thing. If you have a, a big task, learn something new. Like, I'm sure that when um, uh, you decided to do the podcast, you, did, you, you were nervous. 
you didn't you were you did you were thinking um really i'm going to do to to start this and probably you have a lot of uh, doubts and now look a year that means a lot mm. and if you look back probably uh, now you have grown and learned because anytime that you do something like for example let's say that i ask you go and do pizza the first time is going to be nasty nobody's going to eat it but then if you're going to you do it and you continue doing it you're going to perfect that and then you're and and remember that it's not perfection because sometimes i cook and things doesn't come out good and it's because uh, for whatever reason so perfection doesn't exist so my what so one thing that i want you to take is when you learn something give yourself time you are talented you are talented you are capable you are capable and you belong okay you belong nobody um we all have a gift and that gift is inside us stop looking outside everybody's looking notice the countries are constantly sending oh let's see outside we're said sending the shuttle what happened to sending uh, something to us look inside you and your gift is in there we have all the answers but we don't believe we don't let we don't listen to ourselves because you think it's outside no exactly. the answer is in you breathe that's why i said breathe make the list and remember talent capable and belong you are talented you are capable and you belong yes scream that i'm talent i'm capable and i belong i'm talented i'm capable and i belong you've inspired me today emma thank you so much your journey has been amazing i know how many people you're inspiring and helping along the way within your space and i really hope that our audience connects with you follows you on your journey because you are changing lives you are the change of the world needs to see today especially and i thank you so much for being very brave to share your story and you you are appreciated and um I, I'm really honoured to interview you today on the Victim to Victory podcast series. And if you've been watching this podcast um, and if you've been listening to this podcast, please share this, share Emma's message. And you can also find our Victim to Victory on YouTube, Spotify and Apple Podcasts as well. And if you got value from today, please subscribe and share share emma's message because she is the change and i'd like to leave you with a message as well of step into your story figure out who you are and do it on purpose emma medina i really thank you you are changing the world and i'm so grateful to have connected with you and i'll be following your story because you've inspired me today as well so thank you very much and we might even do a part two that would be amazing thank you thank you Thank you so much. Bye for now.